0: Hey, folks, I'm Hef. And I'm Noah. And we're here at the Threat Intelligence Center here at Security Metrics. And from time to time, we like to give you some really good content on how to stop a particular threat actor or, you know, a security awareness training video. This is an excellent video we're going to talk about today, old and new techs theme scams and schemes and depending on when you watch this video you're going to get some really great content on some excellent phishing examples we're going to show you line by line here some of the most common phishing examples now from a very high level noah how many different flavors of tax threats are out there
1: there's about 12 different types of these tax threats that we're going to look at and talk about today.
0: And we don't have time to go over all 12 of them. So we're going to focus today on just phishing examples. And as you know, if if you've ever paid taxes, I hope you have, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you're going to find that there are phone scams, robo scams, identity theft, inflated refund claims, fake charities out there, tax avoidance scams. You're going to get hit with a lot of different scams, but we're going to focus on phishing. Yeah. yeah. So our first example that we want to show you is what, Noah? What, what is the audience looking at here? You should be looking
1: at kind of like a standard phishing email. So this one, uh, it's made to look like it's from the IRS and it's made to look like it has your W9 form in it.
0: Yeah. And if you look at this email example, you see it has the IRS logo. It's got email addresses. The The way you would tell is what? How would you tell if this is a fake email? Uh, you could look at the sender. That's a big
1: indicator. If it doesn't come from at irs.gov, it is definitely not real.
0: Yeah. Another way to tell is knowing the rules of the IRS. And the IRS is typically never going to send you a phishing email that looks like this. They're not going to attach a zip file. What is in that zip file? And and we're seeing on the example here, it's a W-9. But what exactly does that mean?
1: Yeah, so inside that file, when you unzip it, it's got a Excel spreadsheet with some malicious
0: scripts in there and macros. Yeah, and it could be a Word e- example as well. Yep, could um, be so anything. this is one standard example of a phishing email from the IRS Uh, Sorry, from the threat actors posing (laughs) as the IRS. All right, we'll get that right. Now, here's another example. And this is one where the IRS, the threat actors say, your data has errors or problems. Kind of explain what the audience needs to know about this particular phishing email.
1: Yeah, so one of the techniques that social engineers like uh, phishing people like to use is a sense of urgency, Like, uh, if you don't get this fixed, you'll go to jail or something like that. (laughs) And that's kind of the fear that this email is playing into. It's saying that you've got errors or problems in uh, the way that you filed your taxes and you have to fix it right away. This yeah. is hopefully to get you to not take a step back and look at it again and realize that it's fake.
0: Another call out here is on this example. The threat actor has attached uh, an HTML file. Again, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a huge red flag for you and the audience. You're probably wondering, Noah, how do I have all of these phishing emails? Well, I collect them because I think they're great from a security <laughs> awareness perspective by being able to share them with the audience here. So you guys want some more? Are you guys ready for some more? Here we go. Here's another example. What are we seeing on this one here? Your, e- your Tax e-doc is ready.
1: Yeah. So this is one saying like, oh, your tax document is ready. Just click on here and give it a download. Yeah.
0: And you guys notice in this example, it doesn't always have to be an IRS themed phishing email. It could have a different logo on it. It could be from a tax preparer like H&R Block with their logo disguised. It could be from like this this example from Stash. So just be aware of it, folks, that you should not be ever be receiving documentation like this from anyone pretending they're from the IRS, so never, never should happen. Here's another example, Noah. Can you explain OneDrive, Google Drive, how do, how do Dropbox, how do threat actors take advantage of that? Yeah. So
1: OneDrive, Dropbox, um, Google Drive, they're all online uh, file storage programs or services. And uh, this email is saying that you have some tax documents available in your account, which uh, the IRS would. Probably never. No, uh, yeah, never They would, they would never no. upload a file to your personal Dropbox, OneDrive, Google Drive. That's just, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Be
0: aware of this phishing email. This is a very common, relatively new uh, attack vector that you're going to see in the last couple of years. It's been getting a lot of steam. They know people have these online sharing drives. They are going to try to take advantage of them, threat actors will. Another example I want to throw out at you is this one, where, what? What are we seeing here, Noah? Yeah, so
1: this is another one that's kind of playing into the urgency by saying that your account is uh, locked or restricted and you're not going to get your much needed tax
0: refund. Yeah. A lot of times too, they play on this, this fear of you, you need to confirm your account. We need, we need you to click here, confirm your account within a sense of urgency, 24 hours. And it could be from Intuit, a fake, a, a threat actor posing as though they're from TurboTax or a, a threat actor posing from the IRS. Again, that sense of urgency, that fear, you just got to be aware of it, folks. Uh, it's it's tough. It's a lot of examples. Here's another example where a, a fake a threat actor is asking you to update your tax filing information. Again, folks, just because you see the IRS logo doesn't mean you need to click on it. You need to pre- perform your due diligence to make sure that you are not getting fished. All right, I want to talk about this one too. Is the tax payment deduction? And anytime you threaten somebody with money or payments or the fear of, you know, you're going to be sued by the IRS, any of that kind of stuff. People click on those kind of emails and that's what you see in this example. So income tax, debit, you see a receipt, right? I mean, if you get a receipt, I mean, and this is another phishing example that you see, not just for the IRS, but you get like an Amazon receipt. Oh, here's your Amazon receipt and it's from a threat actor. What? I didn't, I didn't click on that. I didn't buy that purchase. They play on that fear as well. So this is one that you need to be aware of. Uh, you notice the words income tax department <laughs> in this uh, threat email, and this phishing email. Again, it, folks, be aware of this kind of stuff. Uh, you, have to be, you have to know what the IRS is and, and does not do. What about this one, Noah? Yeah, so this one
1: is saying that uh, like you've got free money waiting for you. You have an unclaimed refund.
0: Yeah, In this example, at the amount of $791, the threat actor was really smart. They put a number in there. And if you were like, hey, I wasn't expecting a refund of $791, you're absolutely going to click on it and respond back to this uh, threat actor. This exact threat actor is actually asking for documentation. So they're trying to dive even deeper. This is like a multi-stage type of phishing email. It's not just get your attention and say, hey, we're going to refund you money. But in order to get that money, I need to copy your passport. I need a utility Full-on identity theft. Yeah. yeah. Bad stuff, folks. Here is another example as we kind of wrap up this presentation today. Phishing emails asking you to review privacy policy changes. So, again, the IRS is not going to ask you to do <laughs> this kind of stuff. Click here to look at our new privacy policy. And uh, a loyalty tax refund, very similar to the other one. This is a, a Word document. There's some malicious macros in there that will then take – control of your computer and then finally notifications playing on your fear of the deadlines you missed your deadline Noah you didn't pay going to jail Your, (laughs) your tax application was not accepted again folks you got it this is a real simple fish and people click on it all the time so great example to throw out at you so five tips and I think these tips are very good not just throughout the tax season but any kind of business you're doing business with to know what their rules of engagement are. And in the first Mm -hmm. one here, Noah, what does it say?
1: The IRS never initiates taxpayer communications through email ever.
0: Yeah. So these phishing emails, you shouldn't even have a problem with this. If you know this rule, number one, they don't communicate through email, you should be good to go. But the reality is some people don't know the rules. Mm -hmm. So number two comes into play, which is... The IRS
1: does not address you as sir, madam, or taxpayer. No, They know your name. They know your name. They know everything about you. (laughs) (laughs) They know how much money
0: you make, where you live. So that gets us to rule number three, which is, so let's just say you forget rule number one and rule number two, and now you have a phishing email in your inbox, never click on an attachment. IRS does not do that. They do not, uh, they do not send links like that. They do not, uh, you know, any kind of attachment claiming they're from the income tax department or a tax prep firm like Intuit or H&R Block. You can, good news is though, no, you can report phishing emails directly to the IRS. Can you go ahead and share that number?
1: Yeah, so you'd uh, forward those to phishing at irs.gov.
0: Yeah, and really, folks, the key takeaway here is never, never, ever respond to unsolicited emails. Hopefully, you've got a good spam filter set up, and hopefully, you've you've seen this presentation. Uh, again, just don't do it. And remember, folks, the IRS will never, ever, ever, ever call you and demand immediate payment. So if you get those phone calls, get them all yeah. the time, right? We're going to threaten to take you to jail No, no, I don't believe it. Again, folks, be smart, be diligent. And on behalf of all of us here at the Security Metrics Threat Intelligence Center, including myself, F. Never have a full sense of security.